listen to my voice and feel its warmth as it flows into your mind. Episode 27 of Erotic Hypnosis, Tales of Evelina. I am the hypnotic goddess, Mistress Evelina, and this week's episode features the conclusion of a three-part story called It's a Family Affair, with the male parts being read by my house pet. The story was written in 2007 by my hypnoslave, and that is the date of the original copyright. This audio recording is copyright 2007, all rights reserved. For details, read my official copyright statement at hypnosis.st slash podcasts slash copyright. And of course, just like parts one and two, this story is entirely fictional. Just a little reminiscing on my part about how I might have used my powers differently when I was in high school. And although this story is fictional, I am a real dominatrix, and you can serve me for real and experience your fantasies. Just visit my websites, dominatrix.st for live servitude, and hypnosis.st for telephone sessions, and all my audio and video hypnosis recordings. And now, it's a family affair. Part 3. Mom's Night Out. Evelina took a deep breath. What do I do with them now? She said out loud to herself. That sultry little smile suddenly appeared on her face. The one she got when a deliciously evil thought entered her mind. Open your eyes, Daddy Slave. Now! Dr. Keefe's eyes blinked open, and he adoringly stared at the young blonde co-ed. Yes, mistress? Go upstairs to Carolyn's closet, and see if you can find an outfit that will make you look like a maid. You want to wear lovely, feminine clothing, so look hard. When you are finished, come down here so I can look at you. Brian nodded his head. Yes, Mistress Evelina. He whispered. Now alone with Carolyn, she began her programming. It was going to be a big night for the two of them. Open your eyes, Mommy Slut. Listen to your mistress. Carolyn's eyes blinked open, and as she remained in her subservient kneeling position, she paid rapt attention to the beautiful young woman as she spoke. I do think you would love to be an exotic dancer, displaying your beautiful body to men in a club. 
exciting them, teasing them, showing that a sensual woman can control any man. Wouldn't you like that, dear? Yes, Evelina, she answered, now at a point where even the strangest of Evelina's commands became like her own thoughts. And you know what? Down by the airport, there is a wonderful club where lots of weak-willed men attend just to watch women dance. And the girls make loads of money, all because they're sexy, just like you. Tonight is amateur night there. I saw it on a sign when I drove by. Wouldn't you like to dance there tonight? Carolyn nodded enthusiastically in agreement. Just then, Brian came down the winding staircase, all dressed in a traditional French maid's outfit. Nothing makeshift, a real costume. Evelina laughed to herself, both at his silly appearance and at the fact that somewhere in Carolyn's closet there must be some sexy outfits, reserved for special nights. There was more to this couple than met the eye. No wonder they seemed to follow erotic commands so readily. No resistance, no fighting. They must have a very healthy outlook on playtime. Slave Brian, my sexy little slave, Carolyn and I are going out tonight. And while I'm gone, I want you to clean up the house. Pretty soon your son will come home, and I want you to tell him something for me. Yes, mistress? Tell him that you are under the control of Mistress Evelina, and that both of you are to wait here until we get home. You may both have some pizza. But you are not to leave until I return. Understand? Yes, mistress. Again, that evilicious little smile. It looks like your vocabulary has shrunken too, Daddy, huh? Yes, mistress. Was the immediate reply. With that, the young blonde took Carolyn by the hand and led her unresistingly up the stairs. When they reached the master bedroom, she opened up the closet and commanded, Get Brian's favorite bedroom outfit out, the one he loves to see you in. The older brunette rummaged a few seconds, slipping hangers from side to side and then pulled out a silken devil's costume, replete with pitchfork and horns, and proudly displayed it to her hypnotic mistress. The two of them walked downstairs, passing Brian as he dusted the furniture, and headed toward the garage. As Evelina passed him, she reached out and grabbed his scrotum 
and squeezed, and was rewarded by feeling his cock grow immediately. With a laugh, she and her new dancer headed to the Keefe's car, a top-of-the-line Volvo, boxy but safe. Evelina took the wheel, heading the sedan toward the club she had only seen. Her success in entrancing the Keefe's had convinced her that getting into the club would be no problem. They arrived about five in the afternoon. Not many cars were parked in the lot, so Evelina was able to park the car next to the building, right under the lighted sign advertising Amateur Night. She held Carolyn's hand and led her to the door, and told the doorman that they wanted to dance and that the older woman had her own costume. Sweetie, you can come in, but the kid's way too young to be here. We do serve liquor, and we'd lose our license if the cops found some teeny bumper inside. Mama, you can go in, but the kitty'll have to go. Evelina reached into her small bag and said in a sultry voice, I've got an ID right here to show you, and pulled out her library card. There was a head and shoulders photo of her on the card, and she held it up to the bouncer's eyes and said, See? Here's my driver's license, and it proves I'm 21, and it's not someone else's license, it's mine. I can prove it's mine. Check out the color of my eyes on my ID. They're green, and now... Look at my eyes, the same deep, hypnotic, green, irresistible, mesmerizing eyes. Look at them, look, look. Now, very confident in her ability to entrance anyone, Evelina continued to assault the mind of the hapless bouncer, convincing him that the library card was a driver's license, proving she was 21. After a few moments, the doorman waved his hand toward the back and mumbled, Go on in, ladies. The dressing room's in the back. With a smile of triumph, Playing on Evelina's beautiful face, the two confidently walked to a door marked Dancers Only and entered. It was a simple dressing room, and owing to the earliness of the hour, they were its only occupants. Moments later, a sopranos-dressed man entered the room and introduced himself as Rocco, the club manager. There's only a handful of customers right now. You want to come back later? No, interjected Evelina, before Carolyn could answer. Mom has some appointments later, and this is just sort of a lark with her. But if the customers really like her, she might come back again. It's up to you, Rocco said. But there ain't no prize money this early. She doesn't want any money. She just wants a little excitement, Evelina said, again 
not allowing her hypnoslave to speak. Rocco looked at both of them quizzically. Do you do all her talking? <laughs> Most, the teen replied, giggling. Can the DJ spin the oldie, bend me, shape me? Sure, Rocco replied. Let's go now, I'll tell him. The manager led the two women to the stage and left them. Soon the strains of bend me, shape me, any way you want me, you got the power to turn on the light, boomed over the sound system. And the red-clad physician's wife danced onto the stage, grasping, then humping the dance pole, in time, to the thumping beat of the oldie. The half-dozen men in the club at first ignored the brunette, but then, as her gyrations became more and more erotic, they all paid close attention to the stage, a couple even rubbing their crotches, then looking around with guilty expressions. Finally, one young customer moved close to the stage and placed a five-dollar bill in Carolyn's red panties and fumbled a bit there, trying to get a feel. Carolyn pulled back and shook her finger at him, but laughed. The fumbling touch had left her cunt moist. She liked the feeling of power she had over the audience. As the third repetition of the song came to an end, Evelina gestured from the side stage to her hypnoslave to exit the stage. As the sweating brunette did so, they were both surprised that every customer threw money onto the stage. Singles, fives, and tens lay upon the shiny floor by the pole, and one $100 bill was conspicuous. Evelina looked out and saw it was the same customer who had groped the sexy milf who had tossed the C-note. After picking up the cash as commanded, Carolyn returned to the edge of the stage and handed it to Evelina. The mesmerizing teen whispered in her ear and pointed toward the enamored fan and gave the sweaty woman some instructions. Some song by Maroon 5 now filled the room as Carolyn walked to the table occupied by her fan. I'm an old slut. Would you like a lap dance? She whispered in his ear, just as ordered. He smiled and told her, No, you're a gorgeous milf, and yes, dance for me. Carolyn straddled the surprised patron and began to grind her hips into his face. Then, without fanfare, she ripped off her top and put her breast on the man's face, moving from side to side, slapping his cheeks with her bare flesh. Each time her tits would pass his mouth, he would stick out his tongue, and in moments Carolyn's nipples were rock hard. She pulled his face into her chest, and he suckled. The society matron almost came to orgasm right then. Suddenly, Rocco rushed to the table and pulled her away. Hey, Mama, we could lose our license, none of that. Both Carolyn and the enamored customer looked disappointed. Evelina came to Rocco's rescue and grabbed the lustful woman by the hand and told the club manager, 
Hey, sorry. We've got to go now, but we may be back the next amateur night. Damn right it's okay. He responded enthusiastically. They loved her, but next time come later and stay longer. He almost shouted as they headed to the door, the dancer addressing as they went. Evelina pulled her slave into the car and snapped her fingers, and the woman slipped back into a deep hypnotic sleep as the teen drove slowly back to her boyfriend's home, contemplating exactly what was next for her family of hypnoslaves. The gorgeous blonde hypnotuse pressed the remote button and the garage door opened to accept the car's entry. Evelina saw that young Brian had returned because his tiny sports car was parked in its regular spot. The dominating co-ed walked to the passenger side of the car and whispered in her slave's ear, and the brunette's eyes blinked open. Then, hand in hand, the two entered the house. As they approached the kitchen, they saw Brian Sr. and Brian Jr. sitting at the table, calmly eating pizza, as if a father dressed like a French maid and a son who had been hypnotized by his girlfriend was the most normal situation in the world. They both looked toward the two attractive women as they drew close. Evelina gestured gracefully with her free hand, then snapped her fingers. Sleep, she commanded and all three members of her hypno-family obediently closed their eyes and awaited her commands. You all love me. You think it is the most wonderful thing in the world that I have hypnotized and enslaved you, and you will remain my obedient slut-slaves, until such time as I set you free. Understand? Yes, mistress. Came the chorus in three parts, bass, tenor, and soprano. Now, just daddy and mommy, open your eyes. Dr. and Mrs. Keefe's eyes blinked open, and Brian saw his wife dressed in the scanty red devil's costume, and Carolyn's attention was drawn to her French-made husband. Now listen. Later tonight, I will free you from your hypnotic trance, but you will remember and obey the post-hypnotic suggestions that I give you. From now on, it is Carolyn who is in charge of this family. Brian, you will be submissive to her every need. When you are at work, you will remain a respected physician. But at home... You will be a cross-dressing slut-slave to Carolyn's every desire. And Carolyn, you love your husband, but now you are the dominant partner. You will use him 
to achieve sexual pleasure at your whim and will control him every moment. She looked back and forth from one to the other. And you will both love this arrangement. They nodded in agreement and repeated their favorite mantra. Yes, yes mistress. mistress. Evelina snapped her fingers. Oh, yeah, I almost forgot. You both are deeply in love with me and will do anything I command. Even when you have sex together, you will think of me, your mistress, the sexiest woman in the world. The teen could hardly suppress a giggle, and as the two adults stared at her as she grabbed Carolyn's arm and spun her about and embraced her, planning a sexy, open-mouthed kiss on the woman, Carolyn fairly swooned with the surprise and the desire held in the tongue-swirling kiss. Brian's hand went down to his cock, seeing the two women he loved most erotically kissing in front of him. Without prompting, the two knelt before her and started kissing her feet, totally in love with their young mistress. Now, Brian Jr., you may awake and open your eyes as well, but all you see is me. You can't see your mom and dad. Rising from the kitchen table, the high school BMOC looked adoringly at his young girlfriend with love in his eyes. I brought you your pizza, Evelina. He blurted out. The gorgeous blonde smiled benevolently at her then paramour. Good boy. You love to do things for me. You love to obey everything I command, don't you? Yes, mistress. I mean, yes, Evelina. He said, not quite knowing where that mistress word had come from, but knowing how right it sounded. Now. All three of you listen. I'm going to drive Brian's convertible home, and I'll use it from now on. You will buy another car for his use. And in just a moment, I will leave. After I've left your home, you will return to your rooms. Big Brian and Carolyn, you will change into your normal clothing. She reached out and stroked her boyfriend's face. And you will go back to your room and finish your homework. And tonight, you all will think of Evelina when you go to sleep and will masturbate, all while imagining my lovely face. And when you come... You will realize that you are so in love with me and will do anything to please me. With that, she ruffled the kneeling doctor's hair, leaned down and kissed Carolyn passionately, 
until the milf started to moan, then reached out and stuck her finger in young Brian's mouth and told him to suck. Almost immediately, a wet stain of precum spread across his trousers. Then she turned and walked to the garage and sat down in the seat of her new car and sighed. That was easier than I thought it would be. Resolving that her skills in hypnosis would not go unused as she grew older. Later that evening, as the Keefs watched TV, they found it hard to concentrate on American Idol. They were thinking about Evelina. <laughs>